Hey everybody, welcome back to You're Wrong, Luciano. What are we talking about this week? Uh, we are talking about the, uh, shall I call it crap fest? Eh, it, will, it, will, it will come out later. <laughs> Don't give away your rating already. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, movie known as uh, Wonder Woman 1984. That's what we're talking about. Awesome. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, I'll... not awesome, but awesome. Well, awesome that we're talking about it, but yeah. Yes. Um, okay. With us, as always, we have Spencer and Chris. Hello. Hey, hey. They did it in perfect order. That was very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. We practiced. Yeah. Before before we make everybody question why we do what we do. What, why do you have so much hate in your heart? Have you watched well, the movie? If you watch the movie, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to... I'm trying to poop sandwich this by talking about something fun first ah. before we talk about the movie and at the end we have a fun haha everybody goes their separate ways thing so it's like yes it's the sandwich technique right that's how you deliver bad news sure is that what you're describing this movie as bad news <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's, that's <laughs> i think that's fair <laughs> yeah it's, we'll get to that you know yeah we'll get to the bad news good news part spencer what do you what have you been up to this week well I have been golfing, as I often do, a big passion. In honor of the show today, I shot an 84, humble no brag. And because it's 1984. It's, it's good. It's pretty okay. good. No, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's what I've been doing uh, as much as, uh, you know, stuff I've been doing at home. Any free time I have, I'm still playing Warzone because that drug, that drug, that game is a drug. Yep, <laughs> it's a dragon you just keep chasing. So that, that's uh, sums up pretty much my whole week. Well, it's good that you're getting outdoors. It's really important that you go outdoors and do yes. things. Yes, know, with friends. Yeah, uh, well, right, with right, pe- Chris. People. Yeah, right. I don't know what that tone meant. Like, right, Chris. <laughs> we, shame, we shame you for going outside with your family. Yeah, yeah, yes, all the time. Right. yeah. I actually just got back from a, from a nice little stroll. Um, my, my wife and daughter we put bria in um in the baby swing and like we'll be we drove by she was like <gasps> and she was pointing like she knows these parks though she's like potential play time potential fun Ooh. and like can't hold back so we put her in the baby swing and yeah. she loses it it's 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 everything right there nice so well if she's ever bad just show her wonder woman 1984 <laughs> put her in, put her in love. if you don't call her <laughs> alistair maybe oh <laughs> That's it's too. Cold. That hurts too much. It's cold. Uh, but I get it. That's 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 targeted. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you you doing anything else, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I also uh had myself a, a piece of some some pizza and wings that just gave me pause, as if you know that that really good reminder that good is still in the world when you take that mm. first bite from your favorite spot. Well, and then it tastes so good that you're ready to slap that person at work who's always gotten on your nerves and has what? not received their comeuppance. It's that good. Well, that's a good turn. I, uh, yeah, I was, I was about to say that's very relatable, and then it veered into completely unrelatable, but okay. Completely insanity. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because I work with Chris a lot. Well, I would yeah. never lay, I would so never lay I. hands on either of you. <laughs> Never, ever, ever cross my like, heart. You ever have a sandwich that's so good you just want to pop a guy in the face, <laughs> teach yeah. him a lesson? Technically, no. it's a quote from another comedy. Shouts to those who, who know where, I, where I'm, I'm drinking it for me. Uh, okay. I, um, I've never had 
food that made me want to punch someone in the face. So I feel like I'm not cooking correctly. <laughs> the, quote, the actual quote is tastes so good. Makes you want to slap your mama. Oh, wow. Now your mom was getting flack. Yeah. <laughs> not my quote. I didn't write it. I didn't write it. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know how things work in Whitby, but that's not how it works everywhere else. <laughs> nice try, sir. Say. Nice try. I'm just going to say you said it, but it, it, it was flat, mm-hmm. flat sure. like the like the Fanta you drink. Wow. <laughs> I don't nope. drink Fanta. That's you offensive. Can, you can say a lot of things, but don't you insult Fanta. That's, <laughs> crossing, that's crossing the line. I, I feel like, no, I think we can insult Fanta. It is the uh, soda of the Nazis. So, oh, wow. I did. God, Godwin's law at four minutes. <laughs> I did not see that coming. How is that? Fanta's pretty bad, but like, how does that work? Um, we'll get into it in another show. I can send oh. you, like, there's some like weird connections to, to how. Fanta and like Good German commercials. God. I have to Wait, know now. This whole podcast yeah. isn't about Nazi Fanta. <laughs> my notes, my, my notes are useless. Did you say Nazi Santa or Nazi no. Fanta? No, not- I, understood, I understood Santa too. Uh, oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, it was a Freudian slip. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, um, Luciano, can you save us from this? Uh, what, what I, I can try. Um, I so I finished watching Disenchantment that I said I was watching. Hmm. I started watching last week. Hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Looking forward to the next 10 episodes that are supposed to drop this year. Hmm. And I've taken up on something else that I've ignored for far too long, as my friends tell me, which is Archer. I just oh. started watching it. Lana! I am really <laughs> enjoying it. It's it so is good. so good. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm going to go back to, to watching that as soon as we're done here, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also came back from a stroll. Cool. So. Ooh. Stroll, how ritzy of you! Fucking yeah. bourgeoisie out here going what? for strolls. <laughs> what you think you're better going than for me? A, going for a little jaunt, <laughs> yeah, a little meander, a, a, a little meander, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So, Chris, I posted an article for you in our Discord that will Thank cover you. how Fanta was created for Nazi Germany. Wow. Yep. Anywho, uh, back to what we've been doing. I have done a couple of things. Um, one, I've started watching Babylon Five. Nice. Is uh, it? It's. I love it. Really? Uh, yes. Well, the first season is kind of crappy, but the rest is great. I've been meaning to potentially check it out. It is. It's like, it's kind of got that next generation vibe of the monster of the week storytelling, and I, I don't connect it to Deep Space Nine because it's 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 very different. Um, and the biggest thing I noticed between this and Deep Space Nine is Deep Space Nine looks like an actual huge space station. Mm-hmm. And Babylon 5 looks like I'm looking at a copy of Mir. It is like these tiny little rooms all interconnected that somehow yeah. makes up a space station. <laughs> but the budget makes it so tiny. Like everyone's like, yeah. every room is so small. You look, you look from at it from outside and you go, oh my God, this is fucking huge. And then inside yeah. it's like, there's like five places and <laughs> neither of them is big. Like this station has, has a thousand rooms. Can we go to a different one? No. Nope. Yes, yeah. they're all closed. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. yeah. We can go to the next room. It's the same size. It looks the same. Yeah. It gets yeah. better um, as the years progress. Like the, the first few years, the budget was really limited. So any and it shows very, very, very evidently. Yeah. But it's yeah. been fun. Like it's it's a nice I like watching TV shows where like, you know, the the stakes aren't super high. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's like, it, it, it's good because it has an overall story um, that's going the on. Sta- 
the stake gets very high later. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I thought too, from whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's fine, but right now it's just nice monster of the week stuff. Like, you yeah, know, TNG, yeah. like TNG started off like that so too, good. and the stakes got real high real fast. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, TNG is like my favorite show ever. And like people say, Babylon 5 in the same breath, which is makes me really interested to watch it. But whenever I, I watch trailers, it looks like it was rendered <laughs> on a sweet potato. Well, <laughs> it's very, very early 90s. Yes. Early, like, 19th century? No, no, no. No, no. It's just, it's just, it's just, you know, it's not very, like, there's not a lot of money behind it. (laughs) The best example I can make, and it's because I replayed it recently, was um, I replayed, they did the sort of a re-release of the Command and Conquer games from the 90s. And the cutscenes in Command and Conquer where they showed, like, you know, the um, the collecting the Tiberium and stuff like that, like, the graphics are just blocky and awful. And Babylon 5 is like, you know what? We're showing space and we're showing space crafts and we're showing, we're going for it. And like every episode, you'll get, you know, a good three or four minutes of this janky ass early 90s computer graphics. <laughs> like a screensaver. Yeah. 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 It's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. I just, I just imagine them like doing the graphics back then being like, this is going to blow their minds. Yeah. <laughs> it it did. Let so, me tell you. No it way. did. It did when that, back when I watched, as I watched it as it was coming out, it was like this is amazing, you know. It's, it says, is what it is. Says a lot about you. Um, mm, and and the other probably. thing I've been doing is I've been I've been checking into some old comic books, and I was reading through one. Uh, I saw I was I was trying to prepare for our next episode, which I'm teasing. We'll tell you about it at the end of this episode. Um, and so I went into to do a little bit of of you know research, and there's this Arkham Asylum comic book. Uh, written by Grant Morrison, hmm. and I need to look up um, the author, or the artist's name, because it's it's basically the Joker tricks Batman into going to Arkham and just like Joker's with him the entire. I think I, I think I've read that a long time ago. Yeah, it, it is fantastic. It, it, the title isn't just Arkham Asylum. It's like um, I'll have to find it here, but it, it is just like a fantastic comic book. The artistry work uh, is just. It's it's so like it makes it look like everything's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, is there a part where like the guy who made the art like the Arkham House? They're talking from his perspective. Yeah, so it's interspersed. So the the, the yeah. title of it is uh, Arkham Asylum: A Serious House on Serious Earth, um, and the illustrator is Dave McKean. And just like the way he draws it, everything is just like it's like you're looking through like mad eyes. Everything is like Batman has a lot of like grayed out. Like you just see the the like the 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 ears on his cowl and like the the cape but you don't see a lot more and the joker is just fantastically insane and it's i'm halfway through it and it's just it's great it interspurses all the characters in arkham asylum as well as the history of why arkham asylum is there and it's just chef's kiss because it's 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 fantastic oh well nice. spoiler the second half it introduces the the wish stone and it goes a little off the rails <laughs> <laughs> great segue sir to our movie Wonder Woman 1984. We are 11 minutes in, and we really listen, guys. It's not as bad as it seems. We we didn't spend 11 minutes building up the outside cookie because the inside's so bad. I promise mm. you. Ah, uh, yes, so we did. Geez. Okay, maybe we did. So, <laughs> but we got gotcha. you. This yeah. movie, in in its title, Wonder Woman, it's 1984. My first question about this movie is, why 1984? Because other than the like opening cutscene where you know they hit every '80s trope in the '80s, mm-hmm. 
nothing about this movie feels like it had to happen in 1980 mm-hmm. or 84 technically yeah and uh, i think the answer to that is nostalgia and the whole notion that everything that happens in the 80s is fun and it's bubbly and blah 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 that's really the only thing i can think of yeah people remember all the bubbly fun but they don't remember that all that came from cocaine <laughs> True. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't just happen <laughs> ah, so much fun yeah exactly do a line they're like i'm gonna wear neon today yeah <laughs> that's a great idea that's the best idea i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> yeah dig it yeah i the the movie itself forgets right that it's mm-hmm. in the 80s mm-hmm well, it leverages it in the sense that, like, there's a Cold War at the end and all the nukes and stuff. But, like, you didn't specifically need to be in 84 to have that happen. Oh, mm. no, you did not. In fact, honestly, I I thought that it would be if they wanted to do something like that and tie it back to something that happened in, in the real world, they could have said in the 60s and had the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. like, be that or something like that. Not just, like, some random... 1980s oh yeah there was a cold war still like i don't know it was weird mm-hmm. yeah i believe that two words really explains why this movie's in the 80s and it's called stranger things and i believe that that kick, kick there was always like a little bit of a nostalgia phrase with the 80s but that really kicked it in gear like after stranger things there's so many like it the movie it mm-hmm. and all the remake these, yeah, yeah. yeah the remake it's mm-hmm. like there's so many uh nostalgic 80s movies and i think that was like right while this was in production and they were like, yeah, let's do it there. That'd be fun. <laughs> and that is literally, I think, the extent of their thinking for why they did it. Because this movie works way better if it was like like modern in terms of like with the rest of the DCU. But we'll get into that. Do you think they put it in 84 also to give it distance between the current DCU movies and that movie? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so because, I mean, where was this was released after? After everything, that's why we're talking about. Yeah, now. yeah. No, I know that. It was but last I'm saying, year. But I was like, did it? Yeah, maybe they wanted to distance themselves because Justice League was so poorly received, and the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut wasn't out yet. So it's possible that they wanted like a fresh, uh, you know, time period where they didn't have to worry about being tied into anything else. But even though they had that freedom, they still kind of like dropped the ball on that too, in my opinion. I think it's interesting that, see, I, I, I also question why 1984. I do think it's interesting that they sort of use, <clears throat> that they tried to use Diana as, you know, traveling her arc through time and what she's processing. Like, that's a cool angle, but 1984 was not the zone for me at all. Like they didn't capitalize on it. It, if anything, it was just like those first. Um, it was just that first, uh, you know, that those first few beats when she go when she has this the big saves at, at the mall and so on, and that bubbly little winks to the little kids. Like, okay, cute, cool, cute, but why? So, meh. yeah, yeah, Chris, I think I think you're right. I think the only thing it really uses it for is. It gets to focus on the fun 80s-ness of, of the oil rush, right? Or the, the cocaine-fueled stock rush, oil rush. Mm-hmm. And that it lets you have uh, our, our fun villain, Max Lord, right? Or was yeah. it Maximus Lordoramus? I don't know what his actual full name was. Maximus Lamus. Maximilian Lorenzo Lamus. 
<laughs> Shouts to him. What the fuck is he doing nowadays? Remember his show Renegade or whatever the fuck? Oh, yeah, called? yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas, man. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing now? I don't know. But like, who knows? Yo, you know who be- <laughs> Maxwell Lord is such a joke in this movie. <laughs> like, come on. Like I okay, I'm a parent. I'm I'm sure you want to make your son proud, but like you're 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 creeping up on your daddy with bloodshot eyes and 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 all the creepy vibes and stuff. Furthermore, Alistair was not his son. Like, yeah, give me a break. And you yeah. never said mother. Like that pissed me off. But anyways, Maxwell Lord in this movie. Okay, love Pedro Pascal. Love him. Love him. Love him. To me, this felt like him just going ham and uh, <laughs> going ham and just doing doing his job but the script failed him the script failed him the producers failed him dc and warner brothers failed him maxwell lord is 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 wonder woman's like lex luther but in through a different lens what? and so it's true it's true no. it's lex luther is awful because jesse eisenberg acts awfully <laughs> um yeah i'm not talking dc the dceu lex luther i'm talking comics lex luther and this is my this is my comic shop top coming in okay. now so um so many missed opportunities both with maxwell lord and barbara minerva cheetah um i, I don't want to get into script doctoring but it, I feel like there's a huge, huge opportunity that was missed with, and, and I feel like the slightest tweak would have would have brought us to some interesting territory. And and I'll just drop it. Like I don't want to, I don't want to rant. But essentially, Maxwell Lord, sure, you want to, you want to, you know, his his quest for power, fine. But his arc through this entire movie and how it interacts with the stone, garbage. Uh, Maxwell Lord's supposed to have <clears throat> supposed to have you know money and means, sure, but he's also supposed um, supposed to end up with uh, with with telepathic and mind control abilities. How sick would that have been in the eighties when you know the tech wasn't necessarily as, as as advanced, but they could have found a way for 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 this this element to be present, and so that it's not always about fisticuff, fisticuff, fisticuffs, power, power, power. I'm stronger than you, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my, that's my first gripe. Like, what do you think? What do you, what I, do you think of Max Lord? I like story-wise there's problems with Max Lord, like his yep. motivations, his, uh, like overall arc story, all of that. I, I think there's definitely problems. I will disagree on one thing though. Yeah. I thought Pedro Pascal was mm. my favorite part of this movie. Mm. He was, every time he was on screen, I was entertained. I loved how hammy he was and how over the top he was. I thought he just really was just like put a smile on my face whenever he was on screen. I thought he was really like funny and like charismatic. And I love like that character of the fake, like successful man. Obviously mm-hmm. he's like, this guy was like Donald Trump. It's circa mm-hmm. 1984. <laughs> uh, that was clearly the inspiration, you know? Yeah. And I think he nailed it. I thought he like, you know, it was just enjoyable and I liked having a, a a villain that's like not just the same old like I want to destroy everything and and I want to be you know I'm just evil like he had like actual motivations which were definitely poorly developed but he as the slimy uh, bis- failed businessman pretending to be uh, a fake success I, I love that I thought he was great I I agree that. with you up until like the end where it's like. <laughs> the heminess becomes like 
self-aware almost yeah and, and like especially evolved. comparing especially comparing to like Ewan McGregor in the previous movies I okay. thought it was like that was a good hemming and then the, here it's overblown for me at the end at least mind you I don't I don't blame Pedro for this I blame the script for that this is I, I believe that it was you know I believe he was he was you know directed right um and they certainly let him go there but I don't hold him responsible because that's not who Maxwell Lord should be like it's like 20% Maxwell like not, not even that it's a shell of Maxwell Lord it's the same problem with Cassandra uh Cassandra came from the previous movie yeah. so I'm not and again it's I'm not trying to get comic book accuracy all the time but at the same time there's there's so much richness that that you can draw from and so many more directions that you can go in that's that that don't result in these in these end result that don't result in this um yeah, it's but frustrating, Chris. You, but you look through like a, like you you've done the, you say this a lot of time. It's like you have a filter of like what it should be, and sometimes I feel like it it detracts from your enjoyment of what it is because you have a, this like preconception of what you want it to be, hmm. and that makes it. Although it's like not obviously comic book accurate, it's like I don't know. I like I just because I'm not as knowledgeable. I just enjoy. I just see it and I just like it or I don't. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Do you guys find that? part of what steals from from Pedro's Pedro Pascal's portrayal of Max Lord as he is in this film for for worse or for worse uh, <laughs> in terms of how he portrays Max Lord I think this is I think we've seen DC in general sorry just a sidebar from my question but we've seen DC in general not give a shit about attaching yeah. names to the people that don't have any you know connection to the comic characters and I agree with you Chris like the idea that you're gonna use Maxwell Lord if you're gonna name him use him at least somewhat properly this would be like akin to having Wonder Woman show up and, and instead her powers are like the Punisher's power where she's just really good at shooting people with guns, right? I like, love it. <laughs> WB, <laughs> let's make it. Suck it, WB. The Punisheress. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like Woman Punisher because they don't know how to name things. Oh, um, God. Yeah, now you're talking. W- yeah. Woman, pu- woman Punisher 1971. That just sounds like a completely different movie that we should not make. <laughs> mm. Let's just stop. Let's get off of that. My question was: Good diversion. <laughs> do you think that how his the the story wraps up, how how he comes undone, mm-hmm. steals a lot from his character? The fact that like totally. he has all this motivation to do right by his kid, and at the last second, because one woman says some garbage, mm-hmm. he's just like, "Oh yeah, I shouldn't have done this. I really just want to hang out with my my illegitimate son." Yeah, there that, you go. Thank you, that, <laughs> my yeah. illegitimate son. You are not the father, <laughs> says Maury Povich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no way, he's the father. Um, it's like they forgot to cast the kid. They're just like, "Hey, kid, you want to act today?" Yeah, um, I like, want so to eat. Is that ending steal from his gravitas or his fun character eatingness? Yeah, it's it like, does. Hugh McGregor just got blown up, so he went out cool. See, like over and over, and and it's like <laughs> DC Warner Brothers. They, they they can't let things live. They can't. They can't. They we've talked. We've touched on on this in many other episodes, but they've completely unraveled maxwell lord and cheetah so uh, it's 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 like what's left for 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 diana uh what's left for her to be challenged by yeah she has a rogues gallery so to speak but maxwell's a a big part of that and aries was a big part of that but look what happened to him look at maxwell exactly he's dead oh he's not dead sorry so well in the what do you mean he's not dead i saw him blow Uh, up in the first movie no maxwell lord's not dead no, sure, I, I meant 
Yeah, I agree with that. I was, oh, Ares I was thinking is of Ares. 100% dead. Yeah, he did. Ares is blowed, blowed up. Kaboom. Uh, Maxwell's, you know, playing catch with his his non son. Come on, come on. There's so much. There's so much, and it's just the, you know. Ugh. I think Anyways. the the thing that WB does a lot is um, they throw in names like they did with Cassandra Kane, and now they did with Maxwell Lord for characters that like comic book nerds will know go oh maxwell lord and for like i didn't know anything about maxwell lord and i was like okay that's a name mm-hmm. right and so they they instead of getting the character and flashing it out like mo- modifications are going to happen but like flash it out as to be similar to what the original material is not just throw the name as like a, a geek bonus to yeah. make fans go oh i know that reference like come on yeah, yeah. and that that's that's it take liberties but go somewhere and commit and they can't they 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 always rewind they always undo what they've done they're always starting back to zero and it's the same with cheetah but uh spencer did you want i thought i heard you did you want to say something i was going to just ask if the if the dreamstone had anything to do with maxwell lord in the comics or if that was like just all made up technically no unless i'm confusing that stone with the gene bomb that gave him his uh his, his mental abilities so I'm going to okay. say no. Just curious. Yeah. Gene bomb? Okay, I know. Well, let's yeah. not get into the gene bomb. That sounds yeah. like some like DNA sexual genes, yeah. fantasy. Nah. <laughs> these, G- these dungarees, watch out. Oh, God. Um, but like, look at look at Barbara. Every frigging cliche that you that you get with like the, the, the ugly duckling turned to swan, but evil. You know, I, 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 I hate it. Um, I hate it because... She's supposed to be like one. Everything is sped up. We get no payoff. She and Diana were supposed to be tight. Like why? It's it's you know what? It's somewhat similar to Aquaman and and Black Manta giving us this bit 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 and then establishing this next villain uh, for a potential sequel. But they unraveled Barbara towards the end as well. So this is what also kind of you know frustrates me as in terms of it's sort of a, a callback to why 1984. Why is everything the majority of this movie? <clears throat> so centered around Washington, D.C. Diana and Barbara are, are, are scholars, archaeological powerhouses. Why aren't they going on digs? Why aren't they going on adventures? Why aren't Bro, they... Bro, they flew to Cairo or somewhere. I know, in... but I'm talking... Cairo, yeah. You, I agree with you, but that's that was to go and find this stone. But I'm talking about Barbara and Diana. We have very little time with them apart from uh, the chit-chat. Have you ever been loved? All that shit. <laughs> I, I want to see them... I want to see... A different scene that that gives meaning to Barbara's arc, apart from I want to be like Diana. So Cheetah and Barb, like the, the the intersection between Barbara and Cheetah is is actually like um like a like a mystical dagger that she uh, she gets uh, some kind of sacrificial uh, like dagger that she gets um, like stabbed with or whatever. That could have been a payoff, but it just doesn't come together. So for me at least, and so I I, I respect you know her coming into herself and and that's 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 great and Kristen Wiig was great in this role like go bringing us on that that journey but mm. um i feel like this movie was was too was too too muddy like it, it just it just didn't explore enough for me i i wanted to see more more locations the whole thing with barbara for me was like it was poorly thought out in terms of how it worked because they were like oh look i'm invisible nobody remembers my name blah blah mm. blah and like Kristen, Kristen Wiig isn't isn't like homely. She's a she's a pretty woman. Yeah. And am when I supposed has, to believe when she has glasses on, she's ugly. Come you, on, I disagree. But go you on. put some come, respect. Come on. 
You put some respect on She's All That, okay? That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to bring up. That's, I literally wrote it down that, you know, I would never have expected a Wonder Woman movie to pull a plot point from She's All That because that's exactly what they did. And, and like, even She's All That did it better because they tried to hide Rachel Cook's, um, um, like, most, like, come or, like, um, attractive features. And they didn't even try this with that. You just put on her on in glasses. That's it. And, and her hair was up. Uh, yeah. Fucking. And the heels. So she yeah. was and literally the, a monster. And the whole... And the whole... I couldn't look at the screen because her hair <laughs> was up. And she had glasses. Not one or she the other. Been, I'm talking she, about both. And she, and and she, she didn't know old, how to right? walk on, on, uh, on oh, heels. Yeah. And she dropped things. Ugh. Uh, yeah. and, and she's old. Like you, uh, I know you hate uh, Spencer. No, I, mm. I'm, pro, I'm <laughs> that grind your gears, Spencer. Senior citizen, mm. <laughs> one foot in the grave. Don't do it. No, for no, you, and, huh? and even like the whole thing with her, you know, becoming corrupted, which is completely cliche. And then at the end, where she she's like, "Oh, I want more. I want another thing, and I want to be an apex predator." Okay, become a cheetah <laughs> who's not an apex predator. Yeah, that Wait, was what? A... Yeah, like Where, so. Uh, the whole yeah. thing was badly done. Yeah. Well, with cheetah. This movie's so weird because it's like it does something like that with the with Cheetah, and you're like, is this playing a, an homage to '80s movies by having this might be. like very very predictable and reused like plot point where it's like it's almost like influence like the body switch stuff I, I like with Diana and the, it's like almost like they're trying to play off big, and then with this it's like they're trying to play off like she's all that and like those kind of like cliches. And I'm like, are they just like bad writing, or are they? Is she trying to p- play homage to these like genres? Because this is supposed to be a nostalgic movie, so they're like playing, they're like referencing these these older movies. And if so, it doesn't work, right? Yeah, it just like comes how, off as bad writing. How to do references badly, one hundred and one. That's yeah, what it, that is. It, it's yeah. it's like oh, they're like referencing this kind of story, the the classic like nerd makeover like trope and it just doesn't work and they they already did it perfectly in amazing spider-man 2 with jamie fox's electro so jesus get the fuck out of here try to improve upon that get the fuck out of here with that shit remember when he fell into the electric eels and they fixed it fixed his gap tooth that that made sense you always call on the electric eels to uh fix fix your shit it's natural but like I, I, I want to agree with you, Spencer. But like, so do it. it no, because <laughs> it's so well, easy. Well, okay, maybe. Let me let me ask oh, a follow up question before I agree with you. Um, what, like it just seems like there's so many references, right? So or so many movies they're trying to steal from. And like, can someone explain to me what mm. the first twenty minutes of her running around uh, the mascara on that little like oh god Olympics oh. thing was? That was that paying, was a letdown. Yeah, that was paying homage to the Fort. first movie. Because people like that movie. <laughs> that, that was also remember this up, one. That was all setting up that stupid conversation she has with the entire world at the end. Yeah, because she learned her lesson that, was, that, that cheating was is bad. She didn't need like she, she didn't. I didn't need that session for her to come out and say cheating is bad. She could learn uh, that nobody somewhere did. else. She yeah, learned that from nope. Steve Trevor disappearing. Like, 
Well, and, he, why? Mm-hmm. That doesn't teach you that cheating's bad. Without belaboring too much at this point, like that whole beginning, like morality lesson was bullshit because if she hadn't looked back while she was riding that horse, she would have won the, the thing. So like the whole thing, when, when you see that as a setup of a premise, you go, oh no, this is going to suck. And you know, lo and behold. <laughs> well, no, shit happens. You get knocked off your horse. And what do you do? You get back on. See, it was a metaphor. But she didn't. She, she didn't get back on the horse and she took a cheat, cheater's way out. I love the metaphor of the movie. You don't get your wishes without a consequence. Nothing comes easy. Yeah, but but they said that when they made Steve Trevor disappear. So why do I need what do you also mean? that? Oh, thing? like in the second movie when he disappears? Yeah. yeah. Well, when he's like, you got to renounce your wish, do the right thing. Yeah, that's a good point. Like that should have been her coming to that realization. And then she yeah. says it. And why end. is she being mansplained shit again? But he, it's always like that. Steve is always her humanity canary. Like, yeah. it's always like, <laughs> I love that. If, if it wasn't for no, but that's bad because if no, it wasn't man. for him, she would be like this I hear you. stupid tyrant that just also, does whatever the fuck she wants. Also, if it wasn't for him, she would be a bad lead. Yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, I hear you Whoa. with that. They, I, you know, I just, like, that's what I think. The two of them, the two of them are just adorable together. I, um, that's for sure. Like, I, I love, I love the two of them together. And you know, Wonder Woman one cool that was the time that was the period that was the war um and here we get another dose of of that that you know doughy eyed gooey gumdrop uh you know huh? like they're just going on this never-ending date and it's just adorable and like they are she, adorable oh they're my god adorable the, together on the escalator like i mean good acting and stuff sure but natural and he was like a fucking kid just like oh my god i thought it was gonna fall i love it but come on to me this movie was more DC's ode to fucking Ghost, played by Diana Prince and Steve <laughs> Trevor, than advancing the plot for us. Like, that was a lot of scenery. That was a lot of date scenes. Like, first date to second date. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. First location to second location. Um, and I love all that. But um, if, I don't know, make a TV series, people. Like, like yeah. this movie needed a different yeah. vibe. This movie I love it. is a way so, screen time. Like, yeah. it's going out of style. <laughs> I love Diana instead of I love Lucy. There, like <laughs> uh, I would watch that actually. One division. Their Diana. chemistry definitely is what carries the the movie for sure. Like mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. in general, and I this goes back to what I just said. It was like the scenes without Steve. I get kind of I don't want to say bored, but I feel like the quality of the film drops. You know, it's yeah. like I feel like he elevates not just him, him and. Gal Gadot together elevate the film. They're playing off each other, does they play off each other really well? And Gal Gadot's really great at it. And I thought, particularly in the scene where she has to say goodbye to him, she was great. Like she showed genuine emotion, and I was like genuinely, like I felt feelings for the first time in many years. I felt feelings. Nice. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I felt feelings. The movie, movie, movie made me feel something, which I give it credit for. But it was like, yeah, it was her performance in that scene. But then once she's go- once he's gone, the rest of the movie, like think about it. From then on, it's like downhill, like a train going off track. It's like just fucking derail city. Yeah. Well, I so, mean, it, oh. it, if you think about the characters we have in this movie, right? We have Wonder Woman, we have uh, Max Lord, we have Alistair. Uh, mm-hmm. Alistair, mm-hmm. obviously, very <laughs> important part of this. I mean, the chemistry between Alistair and his dad is just riveting. Out of this mm. world. Out Come of on. this world. Wait, was yeah. that his dad? I thought he was his neighbor. Oh, his <laughs> legal guardian. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it was his Mr. Miyagi. Wow. Um, 
but this kind of leads me to wonder about this movie as a whole. It's like if like they keep bringing back Steve Trevor, which I mean, I, I love it, but also it's you're really leaning on that crutch hard. And it looks like Man. It, it, it you leaned on it so hard in the second movie it broke you, and you fell on you your face. You said it was leaning on a crutch. You said it was leaning I on a crutch. crutch. I heard oh, crutch. okay. English yeah. isn't his first Same language, difference. Luciano. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. Safe space. Safe space. Hey, at least I watched this movie this week. Yeah, so, that's true. My question here is like, is like, is this movie undone by the lack of chemistry between, or or either the such a strong chemistry between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine that no one else can match, or is it just that no one else has chemistry? Because like, I, I Kristen Wiig can act, but mm-hmm. but nothing here is making me feel like this movie has good character work yeah. for me the the thing is and and i know i'm gonna catch flack for this but whatever is what i do i don't particularly like gal Gadot's acting like interesting with with chris pine yes they have amazing chemistry on screen like they play off each other perfectly and you like you believe that they could be a couple very easily but every every other thing the action scenes are fine oh well not in this movie but like she her acting during action scenes is okay, but like so you like whenever she has double? to have dialogue, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like whenever she has to have dialogue, like I remember that scene where they go for like early dinner or whatever it was, and mm-hmm. Kristen, like Kristen Wiig, can really act. She's a good actress, and mm-hmm. Gal Gadot just can't play off of her for some reason. I don't know if it's chemistry or if it's just that Chris Pine kind of carries Gal Gadot and she just plays off of him. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I see what you mean, Matt. It's like. It's not, it's not, there's no, there's no, it doesn't feel like a natural interaction. It feels like it's very forced. Yeah. Right. I, I think they, they got problems moving forward. And the, this is the saddest part about it too, is that like, I hate to say that like in the Wonder Woman movie, you have to lean on a man and a romance to make the movie work. Like that shows Ooh, that there's a serious that. problem because it's supposed to be, you know, mm. obviously a hero on her own. So that's not, and that's not anyone's fault except for the writing partially Gal Gadot, but they've made her character. So like entwined with, with Steve Trevor that it's like he, she relies on him. The movie relies on him to to create that heart. Mm -hmm. Cause on, on her own, you don't have that connection to her. He brings out the acting, her, her, her acting he brings not just her acting but he brings out her um humanity and emotion yeah no i was gonna say the acting and the story rely on them playing off each other mm-hmm. so i yeah. like wonder woman 3 i'm like <laughs> you're you got a, a a heavy lift in there in the writer's room True. to make that work yeah that's where like We'll cover it in script doctoring, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where they could have they could have really switched things up and and given some more, given Diana some more dimension, especially with this like Diana is like supposed to be is not supposed to be a robot, right? So like we got Steve thanks to the power of the friggin' stone, but like I don't know, Matt, like what did you th- like? Come on, like the fucking stone, the stone, the stone. What was the stone about? Why this stone? Yeah, the, the stone was filled with problems. Uh, the, the, like, it's where do we start? The thing about the stone is, it has. It seems to have a set of rules that it follows, and but then it 
doesn't follow its own rules, right? Like in my opinion, any good movie, any good horror movie, sci-fi movie, anything fantasy, if you're building a world, you have to follow like the the rules you set out. You know, if you say the orcs are bad in Lord of the Rings, you can't have, you know, if, if they they've listened to Sauron as their leader, and all of a sudden there's like Sauron they don't listen to. It's like you can't have these things that you set up that don't make sense. And the thing with the stone is, it's like they sit, they make these rules, and then as an audience, at the end of that movie, I still don't know how the stone works. Like, hmm. does it make your wish come true? Does it? But it comes at a cost. But if he's a stone, he can make your wish come true, but then he gets your wish or he gets a wish from their wish. It's like, what? who wrote this? Like, I don't understand what, what this does. Yeah. With the the stone, I, I thought it was, it was kind of, it I felt like a, a weird side quest and the whole, Oh no, why is this? Why? Like something's not like Diana trusting her, her, uh, her wonder sense in, 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 in uh, her first sense. Re- it's not a real thing. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> um, like something's not right about this, and I don't like the look. Of, I don't like the cut of this Maxwell's jib, Barbara. <laughs> don't trust so easily. This stone, I don't know. Where'd you? And like Diana came down pretty hard on on uh, on Barbara for the stone, like losing the stone and all that. Shabang a bang. But then as we go through the movie and Diana and and, and uh, Barbara are trying to figure out the origins and location of the of the stone. It's kind of lame, <laughs> hop, skip, and jump. Oh, it showed up here, there, and everywhere across the uh, across time and and and, and history. Uh, to what was it, Baba Jeed and his his like random but also really convenient location in Washington to find out where its true origins lie. Too easy. Um. So, like, one thing that was pretty obvious. Um, at least to me, because I like the the original tale of the monkey's paw, was that it was mm-hmm. the monkey's paw, right? And it doesn't really tell, which is good. It doesn't really tell you in the beginning that you know a wish comes with a price. It just says, oh, just you know, wish for whatever it is that you that you um, want the most or whatever it is, right? But I I thought like to Spencer's point, I don't understand, and it's never clarified ever in the movie how exactly it works, especially after Maxwell becomes the stone. Mm-hmm. And, and that, also, oh my God. weird wording. Like, how many of you thought he'd become sure. a stone when he wished for that? I wanted that to happen. Like, I thought he was going like, to... Like, now that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it didn't happen, but could, wouldn't he think that would happen? Like... True. Like, as, like if, if he thinks that the stone grants wishes, wouldn't that be his, his first thought? If I wish to be a stone, I'm going to be a stone? Like, how did he know he'd just get the power of it? He didn't say that. He should have said, I wish I had the power of the stone. That's just stupid. Yeah, so there's a lot of that go- that goes on, right? With with And especially after he becomes the stone, he just decides what he's going to exact back. Like, that's weird. Because obviously when it's just an, an artifact, it just, it does, technically it's supposed to take away the thing you value the most or something like that, right? And so Who knows? Diana's, Diana, you know, divinity, it takes away Barbara's humanity and so on and so forth. But then he uses it as sort of like a reverse wish thing where he goes to the person, grabs their hand and say, don't you wish you did this? And it's like, okay, sure. Okay, now, now that you wish that, I'm just going to make up whatever the fuck I want to take from you. And it's, I don't know. It The, the rules don't they don't. They don't make they any sense. No internal, I'm completely agree. Yeah, they don't have any internal like logic or, or like um, 
They don't have any internal consistency. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. It's it it doesn't and it doesn't explain what happens to him. Like he just starts kind of dying, and then yeah, he's and, like, and I'm he never get... clarifies why. And then he's like, okay, well then I'll I'll and even the rules they make they break. Like you know, he's like, you got to touch the stone, and he's like touching their hands when he's talking. Then he's like, I'm going to project myself onto TV, and that that will connect me to the world. Like, mm-hmm. brother, that's not how fucking TV works. <laughs> <laughs> it was the particles, remember? The particles. That's, that's exactly how it worked because he made a guy wish that that would work for him. And then, yeah. yeah. And then, like, also, all of a sudden, the, the stone starts making people just listen to you. Like, the president just started, like, kind of doing whatever he said. I, I was that, – that was the most frustrating thing because when you just step back and you go, all right, Wonder Woman movie and uh, there's, like, a monkey's paw scenario where, you know, you make a wish and there's a consequence. That's a cool idea. I like that idea. I think it's original. It's yeah. not like the big baddie. Yes. It's not like there's a laser from the sky. It's something new. But instead, they just fucking somehow, like, let's make this as convoluted as possible. And that is probably my, uh, my. I don't want to say my biggest complaint, but that it just, it irks me. It irks me so. Can someone explain to me why Steve Trevor comes back, but he needs to lowjack some dude's body? <laughs> oh, are we going there? I didn't know this was a thing. Like, the, like apparently there was a controversy. I had no idea. So, I'll you want me to? I'll explain to the viewers, listeners. Nobody's watching this. It doesn't make any sense. Basically, the controversy was, if you don't know, that Diana takes over. No, sorry, not Diana. Steve takes over the body of a regular dude. His soul inhabits his body, and then. They immediately bang Diana and Steve, but Steve's in the body of another person. So Diana's having sex with this guy, but this guy has no idea. And a lot of people are saying how that's not consensual, how it's like rape. And I see there's definitely validity in that point. Like it's, it's like the rest of this movie. It's not thought out, <laughs> really. You know, I I don't know. I'm curious what you guys think about it. I know there's a lot of talk. Even the director commented on it. Like defending it, which got I, more backlash. I, really? I think I agree with the idea of it being like, you know, it's it's really it sets so all a whole sort of like bad precedents and you know, it's really off brand for 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 Diana, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly, and like they're also putting his body in danger, which is like okay, maybe like they're like they have to do what they have to do to save the world, but at least say that, you know. Like, like, at least have one line of Steve being like, this guy didn't volunteer for this. And, and then them saying, like, he doesn't have a choice. You know, we have to risk his life to save the world because otherwise more will mm-hmm. die. Acknowledge it. And same with the, like, the, the that rape stuff. They got to mm-hmm. at least make a one-off line be like, it, in my eyes, I don't even see his body. I just see you. Because it's also like, she's seeing him naked. True. And he never, like, I would, like, if you woke up from, like, a, a, a coma and someone was like had you naked without you knowing and it's like oh but she was hot like that doesn't make it okay like it it's still fucking weird and the, again the fact that nobody even like thought of that is kind of alarming <laughs> but again that's hollywood it was produced by harvey weinstein probably hmm yeah, I didn't I <laughs> I had no idea and it never it never occurred to me and I 
I don't, I honestly, I don't know. I'm still marinating on it. I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, it's a, it's a zany movie, and uh, I wish everyone had consent for everything. <laughs> it's um, it's fascinating to me what what parts of movies people fixate on hmm. to say they don't like it, they do like it. This was super problematic because I got to be honest with you. Before Spencer mentioned this, I didn't really catch that as being rape. It certainly is, but there's so much going on there with someone jacking someone else's body and all of the stuff that goes with it. I understand why they might gloss over it slightly. Um, and it probably would have worked better if, if it hadn't have been like the only man she's ever loved because, I don't know, Diana's got issues. Oh, yeah. It would have been clearer, too, if, if we weren't seeing Chris Pine, right? If we were seeing the other guy? True. I mean, true. there's a whole... The, the solution is right in front of your eyes. Like, just make him appear out of magic, just like the nukes did. Why does he have to take yep. over a body? Like, yep. wh where did that even come into play in the in the movie at all? He took over the body. I think it's one of the reasons why she has to give him back, or they want it to be one of the reasons why she has to no, give him back. No, she had to give him back because she it was draining her powers. Oh, yeah. no, but I, I think they wanted to be both, right? Well, they didn't even say that. That's yeah, fair. yeah. It's it's it was all like it was just bad form. Like it was yeah. bad form. And, and like really, from an outside viewer, it looked like Diana didn't give a fuck about that guy. Yep. At all. Yep. <laughs> she was like, yep. "Fuck that guy!" Literally, I'm gonna fuck that guy. That's why she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Look, if the if this like, what would you do? And and if it was you, like if 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 heaven forbid, if my if that happened to my wife and I could, and I could get her back, yo." I'm getting my wife back. I'm getting you back, Sally. Like, like so, keeping you, like keeping her alive. That's right. Like, if I lost you, if I, I well, it's like I'm talking yeah. to her now. And you had to kill well, someone. I'm sorry. To, <laughs> shit. So you're saying you, I, you I better, kill I, someone? I, I don't want this. I can't cast no, a case on this. This is getting fucking dark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it feels like something Ben Stiller would write. I mean, that's oh, fair. Man. You kill someone for your wife. That's fine. I, I, well, I'd probably do the, same. the power of the stone. <laughs> can can we pivot off of killing people for their wives? Listen, it's the stone. It's the stone. Through the through the confines Matt. of this movie, I would use the stone. When you're married, you better say you'll kill for your wife. Oh, you'll I better. I mean, I don't need to say on a podcast. She already knows it, so we can just move on. <laughs> oh, smooth. Yeah, Dang. right? But so, like, let me ask you this then. Because we've talked about Diana and her just jumping on whatever she thinks Steve Trevor is. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I think it's, it's, it's problematic for her character, right? Because it's it's it just I don't know if it's like they don't respect the previous movies or because like they killed Steve Trevor like you guys killed him idiots mm -hmm. and we've told you how they could have just not killed him but they mm -hmm. opted to kill him and they and kill him again but like you don't get to yeah. like maybe you shouldn't have brought him back maybe maybe Wonder Woman can stand on her own like it's I, I understand the love story you tried to show in the first movie but it's over now so like mm -hmm. let that love story stand and and like let her be herself like how do you build off of those how do you build a movie where it just fucking middle fingers every other movie in the dceu yeah uh, that is definitely probably mike i have a lot of gripes with this movie but that is probably the one that annoys me the most because it's like undermining its previous movie it's uh, it's it's like belittling the stakes of that movie rehashing the stakes basically copy paste but also belittling all the groundwork that was laid in the other movies. You know, say what you will about Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. But it's like they, this universe to the fans like me exists, right? It's 
and they're all interconnected and it may not be perfect, but it's like th- there's a groundwork there. But they like like she's flying in this movie, right? She didn't fly in the other movies that come that take place 20, 30 years later. Why not? You know, there's all sorts of little things like that. It's like, you know, she said she'd never seen Trevor since he, since he was uh, he died. And then he sees her in 1984. That was never mentioned. You know, it's just like they they didn't respect, like you said, they didn't respect the past stuff, but they also just ignored the future stuff. It's like all you had to do is not trip over your feet in the next future movies. Should have made her fly. If she didn't fly in Batman vs Superman in Justice League, why would she fly in this movie? It didn't even do much for the movie. I mean, there's other things right in there, and and it's a lot of like the, the main problem with making prequels, which is what this is, and like the first movie was as well, is you can't you 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 get crippled a little bit by the fact that shit that we already know comes after. So you like obviously can't kill. Wonder Woman in this movie for more than one reason, but one of the other reasons is she is alive in the present time, right? And adding new powers and making her do stuff. And then obviously the movies that came before don't know about it, right? So like, why make a prequel like this when you know you're writing yourself into a corner Mm -hmm. and then immediately go into fucking hitting your fucking head against that corner multiple times, (laughs) which is what they did. Yeah. And that goes into also the events of this movie. It's like mm-hmm. so much. There's like a world of an ending event where everybody had wishes come true, and the whole well, fucking world was going to go to nukes. And nobody in the next movie, in the future movies, ever mentioned it. At least have them forget about it at the end or something. So it's yeah, exactly. not a fucking plot hole. It's just laziness. Well, I mean, I mean, there's so many problems with the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets worse and worse and worse as it goes towards the end, right? Mm. Because it starts it starts with Maxwell Lord wanting to what get rich, I guess, with yeah, his whole yeah. Ponzi oil scheme, basically, yeah. right? And then it goes from him; he actually gets the 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 stone, becomes a stone, and now what is his? It changes motivation, right? He he's like now, okay, now I want what everybody to owe me stuff. I want to. The world to be mine it kind of becomes this jumbled up mess and as the movie progresses it becomes worse and worse and worse and worse like for example so we hear on i think it was justice league i'm not sure if it was justice league or bvs that she went to basically into hiding after world war one and the whole thing that happened in the first movie but now you know there was this one blip where she talked to the entire fucking world <laughs> And and her plan to fix the problems that they created was to get every single one of the shitty humans that live on this planet to think of everybody else and take back their their wishes. But what if someone died because of a wish and that person had made a wish and they couldn't take it back? Or what if someone asked for something altruistic like world peace or whatever, right? So there's, it's such, it's like a Swiss cheese. Can I, can I, ask, you, can I ask you a question? Sure. If... If Max Lord takes back his wish of mm. being the wish stone, or the dream stone, right. does that negate every other wish? Because if he's not the dream stone, then those dreams could have been wished on him. Well, I don't, I don't think that that's how I it works know. in there. But to I, I, I point, do think that's how it, it works. Yeah. But like, okay, so why – there was a point where uh, Steve and, and him were, were fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
Steve gets a wish. Why doesn't he just go, I wish you had never become the stone? How did, I hear you, but Steve didn't doesn't really know the rules. And I don't even know. Did they know that Maxwell Lord became the stone by then? No. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, uh, uh, Diana no, knows. Not until, no, not until after. No, they're fighting in the White House. They already know, no? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because Barbara knows. That's why she defends Yeah, her. Barbara knows. And she protects him because of that, right? So, like, if Steve... Because he, he says, don't you wish you were a real boy? Make a mm-hmm. wish. Come on, wish for it. And he goes, okay, I wish that you were dead. Or I wish that you were never the stone. Or I wish that all wishes are taken back. Like, it's clearly... Because when you get wishing stuff, usually when you see Aladdin, they say you can't wish for more wishes. You can't mm-hmm. wish someone's death. There's like a, a framework around this. Here is like rules. Sure whatever the fuck you want. True. No, yeah. it's fine. Um, the rules are that uh, Pedro Pascal gets to make up the punishment for you. So you know, <laughs> even if you wish that he wasn't the stone, he would just counter wish. Like saying, I take your wish away. I wish your wish doesn't work. <laughs> right? Like Granted. And in return, yeah. backfire. Yeah. yeah. And also there's another question that I have. Which mm-hmm. is in 1984, Bruce Wayne was alive, right? Uh, so how how come no he doesn't? What do you mean no? Of course he is. No, because based on what I understand about Batman, he's not old enough to be Batman yet. No, but, but he's, based Bruce on Wayne's current alive. Time, Bruce Wayne's alive. His parents right, so probably okay. wish for his parents and back. Bruce Wayne exactly. They should show <laughs> and that. And then he heard. Then she heard. He heard some lady with a weird accent say, "You know, take it back." And then you're like, okay, I take it back. And then he runs into her again. And he never met her again. Going back to Spencer's point, right? I I thought that too, but I think Matt is right that essentially when he renounced his witch, everyone else, and they should have said this because mm-hmm. it's not they forgot about it. It's not. Inf- it's actually, if anything, the opposite's inferred because she has to ask the whole world to renounce their wish, which would never happen. Yeah. And like. You know that would people would like have to renounce wishing someone's cancer's cured or something, which would be horrible. But I think that it was like if he renounced his wish, all of the people who wished through him lose their powers. But moving forward, Cheetah would still have her powers because she wished with the original Dreamstone before he became the stone. So any wish made with the original stone would stay, but any wish done through him would be revoked. Yeah, and so like I was left. Because of all of these things, I was left with a lot of like my suspension of disbelief get got shattered every time, and especially towards the end. There's a scene where there's a a, a, a policeman going, "I don't know what to do. Somebody tell me what to do. I don't yeah. know what to do." Like that was, and that was just trying to ramp up the the feeling yeah, of like helplessness. And, and not, like another thing that really took me out of the movie a lot all the time was the fucking the action scenes. Like mm. I mentioned before, holy shit. The action scenes in this movie were so bad. Like physics is just a suggestion at this point. The way that she, like, she has no weight when she when she flies around. Her lasso basically can have whatever length she wants it to have. Um, That's what she you said. Know, there's one. There's law. <laughs> yeah. she, she wishes, and there, there's a scene where she tosses some guy backwards, and he just it looks like he's being pulled by a wire, which is actually probably what's happening when he goes into some drum or whatever, like, and, and it kept getting me away from, from the the movie all the time. Like that scene where she steps out of the car and starts running. I'm like, bro, what is this? Three Stooges? What the hell is fucking happening? <laughs> that was some Looney Tunes shit for sure. Oh my. And then her running in slow motion as if it wasn't like shot normally and then played back in slow motion as if she was trying to make the slow motion herself. 
Yeah. It's so bad it, it's all so around. Bad. And the first, like the opening, the opening scene in the mall too is like very Looney Tunes. Exactly. They're like spit. She's like, like the guy spitting in that drum thing. Did you say that? And like that that fight scene yeah. was awful. And. and when he was dropping like, the kid too, I was like, "What is what's happening in this movie?" No, and when she hits him, he like goes ass over face, ever overhead like a million times when she hits him, and and like I think it's because it's the eighties, but I guess those stupid wedges that she wear instead of like regular boots, maybe they're heelys because she's sliding all everywhere. Like, yeah, I don't understand. It, it was yeah, like this whole tone of the movie. It's like it was very Looney Tunesy action and theme is very like pop fun, and it's just like. Did you not make a sequel to a gritty World War One movie? Like exactly, yeah. What? Yeah, uh, that's I don't know. It's it's it, flawed. Yeah, it ruined for me. So, well, I I the question here is if if I mean you can't make another World War Two movie, um, World War One movie. About, well, no, or World War Two. Like you can't do another war movie with Wonder Woman. But what do you like? I like I, I think the action is brutal, right? Why? What's the point? I don't know. World War Two would be interesting because she's like thought that World War One was caused by Ares, and then it happens again without Ares. There's some uh, there's oh, some yeah. stuff they could actually, do. That's that's pretty neat idea, um, actually. I, I guess I, I I think you're just making the same movie twice with different. They did the same movie twice. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's not off the table. They're like you know what? Let's just uh, let's just let's just let's just sample from yeah. the from the buffet again. Bring you know, Steve bring back. Steve have back. him die again. You know. You know? but, yeah. but this movie is much. This movie is different. It's not the same movie because they have a, a much different story going on around you're, her. You're right? right. It's worse. It just wasn't well, a good one. There you it, go. <laughs> you know, the the idea is excellent. The execution is awful. Mm, yeah, um, that's and, true. And and the and the action sequences show like normally you. you in, I'm shocked that Zack Snyder is a producer on this movie because true. I actually expect better from him. His one true. greatest strength is is action sequences. He's very good at, at making excellent action sequences. And he's not directing it, obviously, so he only has so much control. But, you know, the things that Diana does, she doesn't – it's like they don't know what to do with her. Like he, she's yeah. supposed to be like Superman or Aquaman, as Chris mentioned in a previous episode, like the level of power she has. But instead, she just lassoes everything and then does her bracers thing and then like – and then learns how to fly because her boyfriend died a second time. And <laughs> – she could do that. She also conjured the invisible jet. Shout out to the invisible jet. That was oh, cute. God. That was honestly, I like that. I, I was like, yeah. this is, why not? This movie is stupid enough <laughs> as it is. Why couldn't she? It's, it was it, it was a tricky. I don't. I'm I'm uh, I'm murky on the details of how she got it in the first place, but I'm cool with how they modernized its its you know its insertion to you know the DCEU. I'm cool with that. I that like the nice. explanation that you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Zeus was able to hide. They should mascara so she could use it. Yeah, they just know, should have showed her empowered. practicing. You know, she's like, I tried it on a mug once. Yeah, and why yeah. did why didn't she use it later again? Like, she just used it once for the jet and nothing else. Like, I don't know. It's whatever. I, I mean that 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 is the nitpicking level of like why she oh, yeah, for once. Sure. Like, she's a superhero. She can do super stuff. But but overall, like it, it, you know, if we're talking to the action sequences, they're just excuse me, they're just they're just boring. Like, mm. like they're cool. Like it's cool to see her like like fly through the air and stuff, but but it's just like okay, like do some cool Wonder Woman mm-hmm. stuff, not just fighting a, a convoy of cars. Like like Superman gets to fight aliens and like laser beam people, and Wonder Woman's fighting like a televangelist. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's basically that's basically uh, what she's doing. Yeah, and awful. like the one time they could have had some interesting combat went like with cheetah like they you know yeah. she had the powers and honestly that apex predator line made me like 
spit take. Like, yep. <laughs> like yep. I was just like, you fucking dicks. Like, obviously it was the apex predator. That's why she got to be a cheetah. But well, and a cheetah is not even an apex predator. <laughs> no, that's the worst. That's the worst humans part. are. Humans <laughs> are, but cheetahs are not. <laughs> you you got to admit when you're watching, you got to be. You were thinking like, how are they going to make her become a cheetah? Yeah, I, I was. And then, I and, was. Then, and then that came, and you're like, oh, they're just going to just do it without any, yeah. any explanation. Off it's screen. Like, yeah, let's let Maxwell Lord redirect some wishes to her. That's another thing. How, then, yeah, how did she get another wish? They, they, oh, they, she got, again, they broke yeah. the one rule they set up with that stuff. You get yeah. one wish. Yeah. Oh, no, you get two. Yeah. And like the action four. scenes, like there was one scene where she grabs some kids to save them from the convoy, was, yeah, and yeah. then she slips her hand on the thing, and then it's literally dummies glued to her <laughs> yeah. rolling with it. Yeah. It's awful. I've seen that. It's awful. <laughs> okay. it's well, so it's due to her injured arm. No, yeah. I know, but like, why? No, like, make it dummies. better. Yeah. They're okay. Dummies. Like they're plastic dummies. Stuck yeah. To her. <laughs> so I think I, I think we've like we've we, like I want to give us some time because this movie is so bad, and our favorite segment is script doctoring. I really want to give us some time to to script cool. doctor mm-hmm. the shit out of this movie because there's a lot a lot here to script doctor. Yeah, we need and a trauma I, team. Whoa, not just like, doctor. We need a like fucking resuscitation team in here. Like the, the, the corpse <laughs> yeah. is cold, and we need to shock it back to life. Let's do it. We have like, the my, technology. My first. My first thing I really want to address is just tell me how this goddamn dreamstone works way earlier and, in the movie. Tell me it's the monkey's it. paw way earlier and yes, and stick to it. If you can say yeah. if you can show me that Max Lord has like been researching it and he's figured out the powers of it mm. and like he explains it to somebody or even if you like like or like you see a paper and it's easy to read like some lines as he's like looking at it over his shoulder or something, just give me the powers early. I don't wanna I don't wanna wonder why Wonder Woman's injured. Like, and then find out like 10 minutes later, oh, it's because of the wish stone or why Max Lord is like, okay, tell me what you wish for. And in return, I'll do this. I'm like, why is he doing an in return thing? I don't understand what's happening right here. Right. That stuff to me is the first thing I would fix because I'd like the dream stone as a concept. Same, same. I, I it yeah. like Spencer said, right. It was like Wonder Woman is embroiled with some plot because, the, you know, someone stole the dream stone and now she has to fix it. That's, that's a good idea in, as a premise. I agree. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fine idea. It's just, they really overcomplicated it. Like the doctoring on this movie to fix the script, like you said, it's it's a endeavor. This movie, I remember when I first watched this movie, I I was like, I liked it, and it's one of those things where really like like I I had fun with it, but it's it's were like one of those okay? things. It's like YouTube comments at first glance, you're like oh that's nice, and then as you go deeper. And start reading more into it, it becomes more <laughs> offensive, more terrible, more stupid, and you just start and you just start getting sick, you know. And that and that exactly how it felt watching this movie. It's just like the more you analyze it, the more things don't add up, right? I like this. This movie is the YouTube comments of the DC. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just you want, yeah, you get to a point where you go, why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. and that's what I mean. It's like if this movie, if they if they fix up the Dreamstone logic, that's a huge problem that they that they created for themselves. One thing that I think should have been doctored on top of that is. I like the idea, like you said, Spencer, of the villain not being super evil, ha ha ha, and having like some plan. I, I think it makes him well, you know, he's not super relatable, but he's not a lot relatable. But I would like he earns a redemption, or like he gets a redemption at the end that he doesn't earn, at least for me. 
And it would have been nice to see that the way to fix the problem, because they do say that you have to take all the wishes back or it's not going to solve itself. I guess the ruin on the civilization or whatever is still going to happen. I would have liked to have seen him sacrifice himself to save the world. Much like he fucked the world up and he's like, okay, if if I keep things going like this, it's going to ruin it for Alistair. And so I'm going to kill myself. Wow. So like no how, ser- seriously how, how but I mean, how would you how would you fix it you just want you just want him to say that or like no no I think you that's what I'm saying in the end instead of him saying oh I I stopped being the stone and then Diana convincing the entire fucking world to take back their their um, their wish I would like to have seen him do something um, and say you know I I am going to renounce everything that I took from everybody and that that would kill him and save the world you know what I mean. Hmm. Like uh, not not just say oh okay I saw that I was wrong I have to save my son eh, yeah. redemption I hear well that. I don't I don't even know how he sees he's wrong but True. that's another thing like I don't know how he knows like nukes are being launched fair like, fair I think I, I I like your premise but like the script doctoring here is you don't he doesn't go to the broadcast center like he I think things like he he was being so frantic with his wishes he was pushing the envelope pushing the envelope Diana has to show him what the repercussions of it are I think if she shows him. Like what's happening? Like takes him to fucking like the Pentagon and shows him all the nukes are coming. Like maybe well, then he like realizes that he's he's doing them all and this is not what he wants. Use the lasso like she did with Steve to show him the truth. Oh right? God, stop using the lasso! But yeah, use the lasso. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's so like show him that he needs to like he fucked up the world and now he needs to fix it. Not rely on the whole world being kumbaya and saying okay, I renounce my wish. And then have him just be okay. Like he does, he doesn't even get a fine. Doesn't even like nothing happens to him. No, he walks away scot free. Completely exactly. with his bro. He, yep. he gets he gets away from from the broadcast center. He teleports to fucking beside Correct. Alistair. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I agree. It's so <laughs> fucked up. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> let, like gentlemen, we pulled our sleeves up. Let's 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 keep this train rolling, man. This this movie needs it. Um. I. You know what? In the spirit of it, I, I, I'm cool with your, your suggestions, but I want to go in a completely different direction. I want Maxwell Lord to uh, to keep his quest for power. I want him to have no children. I mean, he never had children anyway. Let, 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 am I right? Not Alistair. Um, Alistair never existed. He's, anyway. Oh, but he's the heart and soul of the movie. He didn't exist. He's oh. not the son. Um, I want him to completely like thirst for power, whether it's through corporate or whatever. And I want some more interjection from the comics. God damn it. I want him to go for all the corporate power that he wanted, but I want that power to be a front for checkmate. This like dark spy uh, oh, organization. Right. I want that. And I want Is this that. like aim or is it uh, in a way, in a way, um, in a way, I'll, 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 I'll leave it at that. I'll try and keep it short because I, I want for Diana to have challenges that aren't rooted in just power, uh, like, you know, superpower. I like she can't take on the whole world at the same time, although she was able to use the lasso to talk to everybody at the same time. I want for her to have a nemesis. And I don't care if it's Cheetah, Maxwell Lord, Cersei. I want her to have um I want her I want there to be repercussions. I want her I want the stakes to go up. I know it may not be the cup of tea for the rest of you, but that's what I'm really thirsting for because Maxwell Lord is no joke. Um dude took on Superman over time and mentally controlled him. And um 
I, that would have been crazy. Like this whole concept of the stone, leave that. I want to leave that out. I want Maxwell Lord to have his mental abilities and to be like stalking her and like trying to mentally take over her mind over time to the point where she's like doubting herself. And like, am I seeing Steve based on the trailer? I thought she was hallucinating based on this Steve Trevor appearance. And I was like, this doesn't seem right. And that was the impression I got from the trailer that Maxwell, like I didn't know, like I had no idea Maxwell was going to be the way he was, but based on my, my, my knowledge, I thought that he was going to, he was going to like something like it was going to end up in this realm and that it was going to be a giant mind fuck. That would have been cool. So it's not all strength and such. That would be my first big change. Chris, you, you want to rewrite. God damn it. Yes. He wants a, that, this isn't, that's not a doctor. Transplant. It's a full rewrite. Yeah. Transplant. Yes. Transplanting the, the soul of the movie into another movie. Chris, mm-hmm. um, was Maxwell Lord ever part of the Legion of Doom? No, he actually started off as he pretended to be uh, um, a, a really like cool benefactor for um, a splinter, a splinter, a splinter Justice League International group, and then da da da, he was a villain the whole time, and then like, oh, manipulated okay. the whole thing. It was great because like it would have been nice to see them set that up as uh, it would have to be Lex Luthor, but you know, <laughs> Lex, Lex Luthor would never do it. Like that's the but... thing. Like Diana could have been him, right? As, yeah, could've Diana can have just as threatening, you know, villains as anyone else, but yeah. clearly not. Yeah, Chris, those are good ideas, but that's more of a rewrite. Like I said, I'm I'm more of a script doctor, uh, medical script doctor professional <laughs> by trade by trade and you have, are you an md or like was it script doctor sd 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 yeah well, yeah i'm an sd exactly okay yeah. i'm an sd with a t in the middle <laughs> i i ain't got any new ideas i just Ooh. fix yours exactly Hi, I, everybody. I, I, I can't come up with any original <laughs> ideas but i am i, I find i have a, a a skill for fixing bad ideas okay. now this movie is definitely it's got problems galore and it's it would it's nearly a rewrite to fix this, but the stone aside, we we we've hammered that to death. You know, we got you got to fix the stone, simplify it. The first change I would make is with Maxwell Lord. I would make him not. I would make him new make his newfound power to excel in the corporate world, because that was what yeah. his character's motivations were, mm-hmm. and him going like to, to Egypt to make a wall to get soldiers like I, that was all that just seemed like an excuse for a set piece which looked terrible hmm. yep are, are you still using the stone to this because it sounds like you're rewriting max lord which is and you no 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 chris for rewriting the whole movie no 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 max this is with the stone he gets the stone he wishes okay. the same thing he wishes that it, and by the way he doesn't say i want to become the stone because then he would become the stone he yeah. wishes that he had the power of the stone or that the power was transferred to him easy did, so he, did he he do that no he says i wish i was the stone i wish I, yeah i wish to be literally the stone. would make him into a stone okay. i wish to be the stone my yeah, only other question there is we know the stone is going to monkey paw him so what is his if he's going to make these wishes subsequently what are his penalties as so he does we'll this? get we'll get to that okay mm, okay intrigued so <laughs> he, he gets these powers and he starts to try and get corporate power and he starts to grow and he starts to you know and, and Diana looks into it and realizes what he's doing. So he starts to get men and soldiers to defend him, blah, blah, blah. Same kind of thing. Now, everything, obviously, the other change I would make is make, you know, 
him not take over the body and just have him appear. That's obviously we discussed as well. Easy Steve fix. Trevor, right? Make Steve, Steve Trevor, Trevor appear from nothing, yeah. just like the nukes okay. appear from nothing. Yeah. It's magic. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Exactly. So that's fixed. Now the main other issue is the ending. So in my 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 vision of this would be it would be the same kind of thing where he's obviously collecting more and more power, but instead, but he has a son. But at some point near the end, she tries to stop him. His son is there and his son gets killed. And that's his consequence. By him? And that by is him? Not, not by him. It could be by him, but probably not by him. Just like a casualty of the chaos he's creating. Right? And, and his whole thing was like, I wanted to be powerful and show my, be proud and make my son proud of him. Blah, 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 blah. And that's the reason he renounces his wish. Which wouldn't just make everything go back to norm. Wouldn't wouldn't just like stop all the magic. It would actually revert back to when he first made the wish. So so basically undoing all the shit that he's done. And but Cheetah would still have her powers because she made the wish before he did. Right. And then Diana would find this the 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 stone at the end, and she would look at it, obviously thinking to make her wish Steve back again. But she doesn't take it because she realizes that it it would be bad. Yeah, I I like all of those changes. I would I would add one more, and I know it's going to please Chris because just don't make him Maxwell Lord. Make him someone else. If that's what you're going to do, yeah, make that him I don't. I don't know his character arc. Yeah, because you. like it seems like he's a very interesting character, like a Lex, like Chris said, like a Lex Luthor sort of deal where he's like smart and powerful and everything like that. Like just make it another character. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you want to tell that story, tell that story. The other thing that I, that I think I would have liked would, you know, instead of him becoming the stone, have him make the wish of becoming like super powerful in the corporate world or it's like super lucky or whatever it is. Mm. Have the, like you said, have the price that he pays be his son's life, but let him be okay with it because he's a monster, Mm. for example. Well, that would like, make him truly a bad. Yeah, it, I, make yeah. him a bad guy, not not like a super evil guy, but like an unscru- unscrupulous guy that doesn't. You could you know, grow you know him I mean? into. You could grow him into that. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Don't make him a super evil guy. Just have him let us. Just have him kill his own son so he can have power. It's not. It's not, not, not really his son. Bad. Come on, you, true, we know true, it's true. not his son. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, son. You have to take it at face value. So it is his son. I don't think. I mean. First of all, his son is literally there so he can unwish his stuff. So if you're going to rewrite this the way you are, why does he need his son? Why mm-hmm. can't it just be like like, you know, a girlfriend or like a parent or like a step parent or someone who has meaning but isn't so impactful to the son? So you can't just have him murder them. And and then Yeah, maybe. You know, like I, I, I don't like the idea of him just becoming the super villain at the end. I I would prefer it. I think it has if it ideally, you know, I said the time travel thing, like it goes back to when he first made the wish. That's only there so his son doesn't die because it's wouldn't go with like it'd be too dark for this tone. But if it was my movie, I would have his son die and that he revoke his wishes and everything gets undone. But his son's still dead, and then it has like a more emotional impact. But they won't do that because I think yeah. it's too dark, and they don't have the balls. Yeah, they don't have the balls to do that. They don't. But they like don't. it would. Yeah. It would be cool though of him like revoking his wish as like the nukes are in the air as his son died like everything's gone to shit, 
mm-hmm. and then he revokes it and then it undoes it much like many time travel movies so okay so we've we've fundamentally changed maxwell lord several times yep i'm going to argue that i don't i like the premise of steve trevor coming back but i will argue this if he comes back he stays if he doesn't stay he doesn't come back i don't think you can do the in between where he vanishes again because agreed if he comes back and he gives diana something to, she can work for or strive for that's great but the fact that her crutch is steve trevor comes in and tells her how to be a better Human? woman yeah. is fucking lame it was yeah. fine in the first movie but she needs to stand on her own so i would chop the third like 20 minute scene where she learns that stupid lesson by doing that race and instead let adult diana have some sort of life situation going on in the movie before steve shows up that allows her to have that growth moment during the movie that can empower her to make whatever decision not not have her boyfriend die again i have an idea for that yeah i agree and then you you could have showed you could have showed her uh having one or two other relationships that failed because of whatever reason and that you know contrast that with steve coming back and then being that perfect person or whatever like just make her so that he she goes forward not just sticks with oh it's steve and nobody else something like that yeah like she had one boyfriend for 70 years jeez it's <laughs> kind of creepy yeah. it's it's super weird that she she has no friends and no nothing and they don't ever talk about that like it's fine to not have steve trevor in her life like i get it and maybe she has a hard time to date but like the fact that she doesn't make friends, she doesn't make contact, she doesn't make any emotional connection with humanity is fucked up because that's like Diana's thing or it's supposed to be her thing. So yeah. they, it's like they don't understand the, the principles of Wonder Woman to, to make these yeah. things. Or if you're going to do that, like make that part of the story. Like she, she's lost her connection because she lost everyone she yeah. loved. They all grew right. old and they all died. Yeah, that's like She had those awesome. people yeah. until they all recently, like old, and, old age, they died. They did that for like, 17 seconds when you showed all the old photos of the world war ii game right yeah they showed like, that it was almost they like showed... more like an easter egg than like actual story oh yeah well no but the, she they went through showing like her at the friggin' freak out scottish guy's wedding and they showed old ada and they showed another part with chief so like she there's a bit of storytelling there but like they didn't focus on it in, in a meaningful way like she could have had like like a home video of her hanging out with those guys or something. Well, it's the 80s, so this is the problem, right? It's tough. Home videos probably didn't really exist. But like... Just have her having... When she's talking with the Cheetah at the bar, be like, no, what, you must be so popular. You're so beautiful. And she's like, I have, I had friends. And she's like, had? Like, yeah, you know, things change over time, you know? Yeah, and like she's in, she's in Washington, so she could allude to them being really far away, but we all know it's in time. But it's like Cheetah thinks it's just, you know, Yeah, distance. like I've lost touch or... You know, just infer yeah. that she's like they've yeah. lo- she's lost them all and they can fix it. I mean, they I mean that she lost them all. There, there are two things, um, two opportunities with that as well, because um, like again, it goes back to it goes back to the Justice League thing. She she admits that she isolated herself from from everyone for a good chunk of time, right? Um, there's uh there's there's the aspect of that you could use to kind of intertwine this arc that she has in terms of the the crossing of the paths with um with with Barbara at um, the museum and stuff fine but you could take it what happens if what if what happens if we push Diana even further um and I kind of again I want to see this this uh, well it, it's not the only path but 
I think they could go with Agent Diana Prince, where maybe she's maybe she's she's going half half and like really leaning into her uh, into into her uh, her half identity. You know, um, there was a time when she was working with the government um, through like metahuman metahuman you know anomalies and stuff. So, hmm, yeah, there are a lot of threads to pull. Okay, I think yeah. I think we could go on forever here. But let's let's try to wrap it up. Do we have last last points? Yeah, I, I just want to make one point that I I I don't like the way that that they've been writing uh, Diana as a character ever like since the middle of the first movie, like in terms of her humanity. And I don't have high hopes for the for the sequel for it to be better. That's all I wanted to add. <laughs> Is, sorry, that so you're you're just saying you don't like that? Well, y- yeah, I think they. I think they should, you know, work in the fact that she's a protector of humanity into the script. That's what I'm saying. Right. Agreed. How how would you do that? Well, first of all, by not having Steve Trevor be the one to remind her that she, you know, she's there to be a hero and to, you know, think of others, not just herself. Like she she thinks that losing a loved one is something that only happened to her. The way that she that she talks, right? She's like, "Oh, this is the one thing that I want." Well, guess what? A lot of people lose loved ones and they don't get to to have a reprieve just because they want the one thing back, right? So, like, I get. I think it was Chris that said it, that happened in the first movie, or maybe Spencer. Whereas, like, yeah, she's not really in touch with humanity, but like, she's lived among them for seven years now. She should have her own humanity without needing to be reminded that she's supposed to be this protector by steve trevor that's that's and i would like maybe like do something like it's oh it's it's a ruse it's not really steve trevor that's back and Mm -hmm. she has to figure it out on her own Mm -hmm. she has to figure out that her humanity matters Mm -hmm. and then do that that's yeah that works that's what i expected yeah i'm here for that um i'm also there was also a moment that gave me pause that was about um that moment when they were when they go back to diana's apartment and steve is like what's that big thing and she's like it's from my culture so if she's if she's you know if she's trying to preserve her culture if she's trying to um you know live up to to the responsibility that she has why can't she protect other cultures which would end up in like globe trotting to like you know archaeological digs um meeting other people this 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 journey of of you know spending time with with you know cultivating her own humanity by what uh, is essentially it would kind of be like a walkabout because it's like she's frozen in time since the first yeah. movie she hasn't moved on from anything and that's okay but you could still do something with that to give her to help create some growth for her i like that yeah yeah that would, that would work really really well okay we solved this movie we fixed it we know how to make a better one <laughs> we did call us wb yeah call us up we're we're a completely independent uh script doctoring team mm-hmm mm-hmm is there anything else that you guys liked in this or anything yeah, else? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you guys liked in this movie? Is there anything you guys think what what leftover points that we didn't hit they just want to shine a light into darker or light? Mm-hmm. I my favorite part of the entire movie is when the guy grabs the stone and he says, "I wish I had a coffee right now." And the guy walks in <laughs> with the coffee and he takes a sip and he goes, "Ah, too hot, too hot." And it sums up the entire plot of the movie in like one second he yep. wishes for a coffee but it comes at a price it's too hot and he burns his mouth <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's like such a quick shot and it's perfect i was like 
that that that's the best part of the entire movie. Poor guy, too. What a fucking waste of a wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But it was like a small wish. So it was a small consequence. It was like fair, fair. Sorry, I know this is gonna be off topic, but what where did the rule of only one wish come from? Ugh. Uh from I think from the original monkeys. No, monkey's paw had three wishes. I have no like, idea. Like it just seems hmm. weird that like like the rule is you can only have one wish. Like I don't like where the like like there's nothing they give no plot point to that. Anyways, it's not dicking to it because we already talked. I, I assume yeah. that like he wouldn't be constantly looking for new people to make wishes if he could just have one person repeat. Uh, I understand. I understand why he was doing it. I just don't know where the arbitrary rule of one wish per person came from and why wasn't it? You know, it's yeah. not. It's not. Everyone knows stones have one wishes. Genies and lamps have, have multiple. Hey, lamps have three. Stones have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamps have three. It's, it's common knowledge, Matt. <laughs> Rule of wish. Of I was also. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was also really confused in t- in terms of timeline. Does the concept or the story of the monkey's paw take place much earlier in history? It's I, a, thought, I think the, the well, the monkey's paw isn't real. It is a fictional story, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what? when does what it? Have, ta- what have like, I been searching for? <laughs> wasn't the like what movie did the monkey's paw come from actually it's not like, a movie it's a I, short story uh, I, I, can't I only know it from the simpsons uh, there's that 1902 so i think yeah. we're really okay 1902 ww jacobs wrote it. okay yeah. thank you that's that if would you also read it Steve read it it's amazing wow. wonder Woman oh really jacobs. yeah whoa how nice. deep does this go all the way all how the deep way does the rabbit hole go so the monkey paw exists, so that's fine. And I think, like, honestly, they just should have brought that that idea out way earlier than, like, you know, what was it, like, an hour and a half into the movie? Mm-hmm. And it's just a throwaway line, too. That's another thing, yeah. the length of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, I, was at, I was at one hour and 30 minutes, and I looked at, I had an hour left, and I thought I thought I was almost done. I thought I was, like, 15 minutes from the end. I can't believe how long it took to say so little. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, back on the subject of like things we liked. Okay, one, I love the invisible jet that and like that whole scene and flying around and the, the fireworks. That was adorable. I liked it because again, I love the two of them together, Diana and Steve. Um, I also love the um, the Amazonian armor. Um, I re- like nice shout out to um, um, uh, 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 Golden Age uh, Wonder Woman armor. Like like when shit gets heavy, like you have to get that goddamn thing out. So. Um, you know, it, it felt kind of wasted with Cheetah, but I'm glad it was there. So that's just my part. Yeah, I uh, on that note, um, I really like that they cast Linda Carter as Asteria. Oh, if you guys, yes, there's yes, a yes. there's a post credit scene. Really? Yeah, Why? I thought it was a it was a good homage. I think it's great, but what the fuck does it have to do with anything? Oh, mm. dude! I mean, listen, this whole movie was a bowl of shit. At least there was a nice <laughs> actual cherry at the end. No, that's like. <laughs> That's Zack Snyder bullshit. Like putting something on the end of the movie that has nothing to do with the movie at all whatsoever. I think uh, it's meant to be to say that you know Asteria is alive and maybe gonna come back at some point. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I trying here, man. I would have preferred if the post credit scene was just because earlier she said how she made that cup invisible and then he's like, "Did it work?" And she's like, "I don't know. I couldn't find it." And then she trips over it. The post said, "Yeah, the post credit scene is her on her desk and she moves her hand and it just spills a coffee." God like, damn oh, it! Ah man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's it. I, I'd be in for that too. Yeah. Um, I also like, there was one joke in particular that I liked, which was um, when Steve was telling her how he found her and he's like, mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that's how you found me. Yeah. The phone book. I think some things are just future proof. Huh? I thought that was, that was very good. <laughs> nice stick. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fine. True. Yeah. That yeah. was, 
Um, <laughs> what else? What else? It's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, uh, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, she. Oh, I have great. a question. I have a yeah. question. So they, she explains to Steve about the armor that mm-hmm. it's it's when mankind enslaved the Amazons, and I literally yep. went, "What the fuck? When? How? Does anybody know? Does that actually happen in the comics? Like, what the fuck?" Hmm. It looked like Maybe. she was fighting uh, Spartans, eh? Mm. Yeah. They're wearing the Spartan, like, which is also a Zack Snyder movie, 300. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, was yeah. not fighting. She was just, like, huddled inside the armor, just Yeah, waiting. she was trying to buy... Yeah, she was trying to buy the, the Amazons... Uh, the time? Amazons' time to, to get... Like, to leave wherever they were to get yeah, to Themyscira. Yeah, to go to Themyscira, the, yeah. Right. Yeah. See, right. again, I know we're being supposed to be positive, but, like, what... First of all, why did Diana have that armor in her closet? Because she and, found it. And secondly, that armor got torn apart in ten seconds in the fight scene with Cheetah. It's <laughs> just to show how powerful Cheetah is. That uh, was literally true. she so was build up. That, ar- like that armor, mm-hmm. that armor mm-hmm. was the wharf of this movie. It's only <laughs> there to get beaten up. That's it. Oh, wharf! God damn it! I also see. It's a lo- <laughs> I love that armor, but I also feel like it was wasted in this movie because, like, that's when shit shit is like about to hit the fan. Like I like. Eh. Like I'm, I said it. Like I'm glad it's here, but like, is, are the wasted. stakes really that bad? Like, is it, it really wasted. that bad? I and then agree. like, I also like, shout out to the to the the lasso work. They really put some time into like the presence and abilities of the of the lasso, and I'm I'm cool with that too. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. uh, I don't know. I the lasso was a big problem for me just because yeah. again going back to the action the scenes, six. like it's like. How long is that fucking thing? Does it stretch? I don't know. Like it does. Like yeah, sure, it's magical, but come on. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It's magic. That's it. It's magic. Yeah, Stop yeah, asking yeah. questions. The, the lasso is the ultimate get it out of jail card. I don't know. Like, I'm fine with the idea that she can spin it really fast and can block stuff to a certain degree. Like I get it. It's just moving everywhere all the time, and I understand that it gets the truth out of people. And she said, "Oh, could also give the truth." But what I don't understand is how it, it could be wrapped around like some inanimate video transferring object and control that. Like it just, they're just, it's the catch all solve all for problems that they create themselves to it's solve. Like Doctor who screwdriver almost. Yeah. It's right. Right. Sonic. Out of problems. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of elements that I, I like when I watch this movie, I will say this. I had fun. Like I said before, it's like, the, as long as I don't look at it too, too deeply or think about it too, hard it's it was okay. fun so let's i mean we're here right i think we've we've talked we're struggling to find things that like good things to talk about we don't need to continue shitting on it for another hour oh but so we like, could we could but we're not going to so it's Should fun we? so <laughs> no we're done <laughs> what what would you rate this then if you think it's fun on our rating scale where does it fit who's going first i mean Spencer, he's asking he was the one who said it was fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoy. Like when I first saw, like I, I keep saying this, I, I enjoyed it, but then I, under like more scrutiny, it falls apart like a cheap suit. <laughs> I would, unfortunately, I believe it or not, this is one of my least favorite DC movies, and there are some like really bad ones according to the world. So, I'm actually going to give this uh, just a common. You know, it's it's. It's nothing I want to watch again, and it kind of makes me angry when I watch it, which is not a good uh, unlike, thing for a movie. Unlike the rapper who makes everybody happy when they watch him. Listen, what, what's the hate with Common? <laughs> I'm not Whoa. hating on him. 
Yo, that was that was literally a, a compliment, Chris. Yeah. You said everyone hates on him when they no. It w- oh God, are you listening, Chris? I wish you guys I'm would listening. listen. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, gee. I don't think you are. All right, Chris, yeah. since you're yeah. listening, yes, I'm listening. <laughs> what do you think? Like, we're a ragtag bunch of of special people. So, <laughs> this movie, I'm cutting straight to it. It's common. Like, I want to love it, but. It's not it's they don't make it easy for us. In fact, they drag it out when it shouldn't be doing what what it's doing. DC's DC and Warner Brothers, man. <sighs> get your shit together, please. It's common. Well put. Lu- Luciano, do you want to you want to break up the common streak? Um, so t- I. Yes, it's vendor trash for me. Okay, wow. I'll explain. I'll explain why. Wow. Shut up. Shut up. I'll explain why. So ordinarily on its own, it would be common for the most of the same reasons that, that Spencer and Chris said, like, it, you know, it's a hodgepodge of shitty ideas put together in a shittier way and that goes nowhere, has a lot of problems. But the problem, the, the thing that drives it to vendor trash for me mm-hmm. is that it fucks up the other movies. Like, say mm-hmm. what you will about, like, for example, BVS, like, which I hate. I, I really, truly hate that movie, but at least... You know, it drives the continuity. It has some good ideas in there that, is, that are driven forward to the other movies. Suicide Squad didn't ruin anything, at least. Like, it didn't interfere with anything. <laughs> it, kept it ruined it, Toronto. <laughs> it kept its shittiness to itself. I got to stop you here for a second. Listen. No, because I have to stop you here because you just... What you're telling me is that you think Suicide Squad is a better movie than this is. Technically, he did. Uh, That's what he said. Yes and no. So, no, let me fin- got- if you let me finish explaining, you piece of shit, uh, you will understand. Okay. Uh, okay so on its own like i said it's common i I think it's it's just as bad as suicide squad in my head it is i like they're they're the same level of shittiness but at least suicide squad didn't ruin the movies that came before or after it because it doesn't touch on any of those stories right this one it ends up fucking up the dcu more than it was already fucked so that's why it's vendor counter counterpoint to that by the way well counterpoint to what he said Suicide Squad ruined the Joker, which ruined so much of the DC universe. Hmm. Yeah, but they that's, they seem like they're gonna gloss. Okay, yeah, okay. I a see. lot of maybe, damage. Maybe Suicide Squad should be the vendor trash too. But like on the that. grounds that, like for example, they they fuck up a continuity of you know Wonder Woman being hidden for a hundred years before Batman finds her on the on the fact that she develops powers in this movie that could have been very useful in the other movies that are set in the future, but that came before it and she never does. And, you know, it changes the, the, the way that the evolution of her character seems to be from her movie to the present time or from like world war one to the present time, it changes from us, you know, seeing that she evolved from being uh, not spoiled necessarily, but like a, a sheltered, princes in Temiscira to being a fully fledged defender of humanity to, you know, in the middle of the eighties saying, fuck the, the whole world. I want my boyfriend back. So like all of those things to me make the other movies seem weird in retrospect, which drives <laughs> it into vendor trash for me. I, I, I think you're punishing being too harsh. Me. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, like, like it, it's unfortunate that it doesn't connect well with those movies, but I don't think it like flies in the face of them. I think there's just, some questions I want answered. And like, I don't think it, it fucks up the original Wonder Wonder Woman movie at all. It just, it's unfortunate. They feel like they need to bring Steve Trevor back, but 
but I don't think it makes okay, that movie so, any worse. Or, or so or, let me update it then. It's not vendor trash. It's common, but it's like one of those loot slots that are useless there. It's like a, a common trinket there. For, for WoW players, they're going to I mean, know what I'm talking right. about. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you, all the loose slots are pretty valuable. But anyways, we're gonna, we're moving on. We've convinced them that he's wrong, which, hey, guys, victory hey, to us. We did it, guys. Huzzah. Good we, work, You everybody. know what? We can shut down this podcast. Our work here is done. <laughs> I'm just going to slip in that I thought it was a comment, too, and we'll just we'll shut her down. Um, yeah, yeah. No, know. but like, I, I think I, I agree with the comment thing. I think that it... it it has there's some good ideas. I really like the Dreamstone mm-hmm. idea, mm-hmm. but the impl- the application of it was very poor. I I like the idea that Wonder Woman you know exists, but the application of her was very poor. I so... like the idea that Wonder Woman exists. <laughs> Holy shit! That's talk a bare about minute, a bare minimum, <laughs> bare minimum of a, of a compliment. And worst nice. of all, like what's like, yeah. Wonder Woman, hooray! But why can't we have nice things? Why can't we still have Maxwell Lord? Why can't we still oh my have God. Barbara? You know what I mean? Let it go, Chris. No, 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 no. This is getting not, creepy. No, it's not. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saying what, <laughs> DC's they shut down these characters. Like they can't even 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 with what we received in this movie, they can't even like they they all go they all go their separate ways. Like they can't build. Listen, I could. Are you ready? Ready? I'll fix Maxwell Lord for you in the sequel. Right? He's still alive. It's not about that. No, anyways. you can fix him. You just go. Well, in that moment where he unwished because he was connected, everyone made wishes through him. He's connected to the whole world so he can read minds. Boom. And then he awful. becomes evil. Actually, awful. I'm fix. okay with that. Yeah. I'm going she to revoke your, your script doctor license. No, that, what do you mean? That works perfectly. It's like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's the, the last next message. movie and he's like, he's up higher in the world and they're like, how did he get there? And he's like, I'm I see what you that. mean, Chris. I see what you mean. Like, it, they're, they waste characters and not just they in do. this movie. That's yeah. the perfect summation right there. Yeah. yeah. The the last thing I want to say is, can you imagine a Wonder Woman movie? Like, a, not just one movie, but a bunch of movies that were just slowly over the last 70 years or 80 years instead of jumping 70 years. Like, technically, Jesus. it's a story about an immortal. Like, all it would be cool just to see her evolving throughout time instead of just jumping 80 years, nothing changing. Hmm. I'm here for <laughs> it. Waste. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we're done here. We're, Listen, we're getting wistful. We're getting wistful. Yeah, the DC Universe will do that to you. <laughs> All right, so we have we've finished finally covering Wonder Woman, and I don't know if it ever ended up being a sandwich because we just chat all over a lot of stuff and didn't tell <laughs> anything <laughs> at all. It's an, it's it's an open a... face shit hey. sandwich. Ah. No, it's like it's like a, a piece of bread on top of just a bunch of shit below. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That, I'm that supposed tracks. to have dinner after this. Well, good luck with that. Uh. Um, so, good news is, I know you all love our script doctoring. We can't stop talking about how we can fix this movie, even after we try to end this podcast. We're going to do another episode, and it's going to be about 15 minutes each for us to bring forth our doctrine on how each of us would fix the DCEU from here. No specific rules. If you want to erase everything done till now, great. I guess the one rule is everything that happened till now exists. Sorry, there are rules. I lied. <laughs> oh fuck! Now I have to go back to my literally have to go back and think it again because that you, would be the first thing I would do. You can't undo time. So if I know, you're in I charge know. of Warner Brothers, hey, fuck. Hey Matt, what are you? The Dreamstone making rules and then undoing yes. them? Yes, I am the Dreamstone. <laughs> 
You have um, the powers of the Dreamstone. So my dream is that we're all going to come up with our solutions to DCEU, and you're all going to shut the fuck up while I talk. That's your punishment. That is yeah. it. I mean, it that second true. part. That <laughs> second like, part. Looks like the podcast is canceled because it didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I tried, but they didn't want you to have nice things. Anyway, so that's the next one we're going to do. So it's going to be our ideas, very fleshed out. Lots of questions and uh, shitting on everybody will be had. And then we'll try to come to a consensus on whose idea will be the one that Warner Bros. should take so we can email it to them in a small PowerPoint. <laughs> PPT. One of, one of those like um, motivational PowerPoints that is just one slide. Whatever you need, whatever will get past their like spam detector. It will never get past their spam detector. No, it won't. Anyways, so... If you have comments, concerns, ideas for our, our finale show, um, please feel free to email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at yourwrongcast, or we even have a lovely website that is www.yourwrongcast.ca. Any of those things can get you in contact with us. For now, I'm Matt. I'm Luciano. I'm Spencer. And I'm Gerald Ford. Oh, God, he's another stroke. Wasn't that supposed to be Ronald Reagan? No. Yeah, it was. It was. Why not? Why 84? I don't know. Was Gerald Ford redheaded? Don't, I don't overthink it. I'm just Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, get us Gerald, out of here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>